Hello and welcome to the Digital Insight, the technology, procurement and supply chain podcast that delivers valuable C-level perspective into the core issues surrounding business transformation and digital disruption. Each episode will bring you the most inspiring executive insights from those who are leading transformation strategies within the world's biggest and best-known companies. The Digital Insight. Disrupt. Transform. Avon. Welcome to the Digital Insight, the official podcast series for CPO Strategy and Interface Magazines. Today, I speak with Dr. Marcel Volmer, Chief Innovation Officer of Salonis. Together, Marcel and I discuss some of the biggest pitfalls in digital transformation, and we look at how best companies can overcome them and successfully undergo their own transformation journeys. Marcel, welcome to the Digital Insight. I know. Many thanks for having me. It's a great pleasure. No, no, the pleasure is absolutely ours. Um, and while you are very uh, distinguished guest, and we, we, we ourselves know uh, so much about you. If you could give us the, the briefest of overviews for some of our listeners as to who you are in terms of what your experience is and, and you know, what you're doing right now, and, and why are you regarded as a sort of a senior speaker on the concept of sort of innovation and, and digital transformation? Thanks, Andrew, and happy to introduce myself briefly. So, Marcel Former. I'm the Chief Innovation Officer at Salonis at this point in time. And before that, um, my career is fairly simple. 15 years with DHL, supply chain and uh, different integration projects, what I was responsible for. And 14 years with SAP, finally in the role as Chief Digital Officer. And I was also the Chief Operating Officer for Ariba. And before that, the Chief Procurement Officer for SAP globally. A great pleasure being around at the time when SAP decided to acquire Arriva, market leader for goods and services, Feedclass, market leader for temp labor, and finally Conquer, the market leader for travel um, booking and travel reimbursement. So basically all of that in the time when I was as chief procurement officer for SAP globally responsible for the end-to-end source-to-pay process. So great being here. And yeah, I think that's enough about, about me. <laughs> So it's very clear then you are incredibly experienced and you you can answer this question quite nicely then in terms of the concept of digital transformation then um, is something that uh, we speak about a lot both on this podcast and in our magazines and you know you open up a number of web articles and, and magazines talking about businesses and organizations right now and it seems to be everybody's undergoing a digital transformation of sorts. However, it's nothing new. It's not something that just happened yesterday. It's been something that's been gone for a number of years. Um, so how do you then, in, and how would you say a business would go about trying to define what digital transformation means from the very start to them? Because each company, each organization in each industry has very different uh, expectations and needs and requirements. So how would you, at the very beginning of that process, break down what digital transformation means to them. Yeah, absolutely. And what I what I learned in my time and um, in particular in the roles as chief digital officer in the cloud business group at SAP or driving a digital transformation at SAP in my role as chief procurement officer, um, as well as hundreds of meetings, calls, what I had with customers and conferences, but also in one-on-one conversations about how to leverage cloud solutions. I learned a couple of things. And I think number one is you need to have a vision when you really want to start to 
drive a digital transformation successfully. So explain to people why is it needed to transform. It might be that so that you need to shoot for new innovations, that you need to have new competitive products to win your customers. It might also be that you need to increase your profitability, to increase your margin because you are under cost pressure or analysts expecting higher margins from, from you. So there are different, different reasons why digital transformation is needed. Therefore, the vision is a great starting point. What I learned is then there are basically three core elements. Number one is you need to have customer-centric, user-centric or stakeholder-centric processes in place um, when you drive digital transformation. Second element is you need to have the right structure supporting your customers, your customer-centric approach and the processes defined. And finally, you need to have the right IT systems in place. So basically, these are the three core elements, customer-centric processes, the uh, structure organization, and finally, the right IT systems in place. And let's not forget the element about the people, the change management, which is absolutely important because otherwise you will be not successful in your transformation. You need to bring the people behind you and you need to ensure also that the people adapting um, what you define as the next, next digital step in the journey of your company. No, absolutely. And and we'll focus on the people side of it a little later. Um, but in quite a number of conversations that I've had, and particularly most recently, uh, something that's jumped out to me in terms of people in a, in the sort of the roles of a transformation officer or people who are delivering a digital transformation, they've admitted that not just necessarily themselves, but as just organizational uh, organizations around the world, some of the one of the biggest mistakes that they are making when they are embarking on these journeys is to demand and, and expect immediate change. Like as soon as you start a digital transformation, great, we're going to see changes the very next day. Um, have you seen evidence of this? Have you seen this happen to people and organizations that you've spoken to? And is that sort of still the case or are people becoming more aware that that's not the case? No, absolutely. I think that's absolutely um, the case. And when you see what's happening and what can go wrong, I've seen quite a bit of that. Um, organization companies really driving different digital transformations, having a chief digital officer in place, uh, but basically not really a holistic uh, strategic approach and how to go to the next level of your business in the future. And that's something where I think, um, and this is coming back to what I just said about what are the important steps. Very often there was no alignment on the vision um, across the company, why to do it and what is really now needed to do. And then very often also what you can see is that a mistake is not focusing enough on the people side, on the change management. And this is the customer you need to communicate to your suppliers um, you do business with. And ideally, in a modern um, um, way in running your supply chain, running your procurement function, you definitely also have then supplier innovations focusing on risk management or sustainable supply chain um, overall. This is absolutely needed as well. All the stakeholders internally and externally, these partners, employees, this is absolutely key and something what is what is needed. Not focusing on that and not really providing a clear vision as well as not having the people aligned 
definitely mistakes what might happen and also where you will see that you might not have the success what you would would like to achieve by really preparing your organization your enterprise business for the next level for the future 52 percent of the fortune um, 500 companies um, um, since 2000 do no longer exist in the way they existed before due to a disruption in the business model and a lot of changes what we could see um, the rise of all the tech companies what we see all the highest um, uh, market cap companies are now tech companies so that's definitely something also where you see that there's a huge process going on um, now in how you deal with the disruptive technologies and also how do you prepare the future and if you do it successfully you might be one of the next not only unicorns when you start probably also a very high market cap 100 or even 1000 um, billion what we see so the 1 trillion companies what microsoft what apple what amazon um, could could achieve so therefore i really hope that companies are not doing so many mistakes and Definitely the right vision, bringing the people behind and then focusing on the user-centric process, the right structure and the IT systems will definitely help. And in terms of mistakes then, um, obviously it's it's very important and it's very common for you, everybody to hear how successful the transformation has gone, how successful this technology implementation has gone and the benefits and the value that's been created. But is it important to also still think about those mistakes that have been made and to think and to and, and in fact is it true to say you could learn more from actually those missteps those mistakes where it's gone wrong yes you always learn from from mistakes and therefore i like very much the design thinking methodology why because fail early test something um, come up with an idea um, so ideation brainstorming processes are definitely great in really seeing hey um this might be a great option this might might solve a customer problem and we could develop a solution for our customers and then test it out and if it's not not so great um okay then rethink your approach but let's not really focus too much on something which is not successful stop it discontinue it and jump on something new and i think if you really do this process in a very consistent way um, you might have a fair chance to come up with great ideas and how you can help your customers to um, continue being your customers because you have either great products, great services, or the right solutions, solving problems on their end. And I think all the business is about solving problems. And this is exactly what you can, can do. And whenever you run in a situation where you think, um, this is a mistake, so um, it might happen, but basically let's get over this as soon as possible and focus on something what is what is working. And therefore you need to have transparency, you need to have the right insights in your data. You need to work in a different way with the data you have available, but also think about new technologies, getting insights, full transparency in your processes. We are in times of coronavirus, COVID-19 right now. Basically, supply chains are getting disrupted. Supermarkets are running out of certain certain products. And this is really something also where you need to have the right visibility and where you need to think about the technology helping helping you with that. And sticking with that sort of concept, that, that sort of notion of you need to have the right technology. Um, 
obviously a key thing that everyone associates with the digital transformation with this with the disruption is of course new innovative technologies that are exactly you've said redefining processes changing the way that we're working um and obviously yes it's very important to consider and understand and have the right like say the right data and the right insights but how hard is it sometimes to focus too much on the technology itself to um to sort of ignore not necessarily ignore but to think too much about well this technology is new it's shiny it's got benefits for everyone else around the world it must work for us versus actually there's no real business case for it or do we do we really need it how hard is it to kind of or how important is it even to to understand that that part of knowing why you need it rather than just because you need it and that's actually a very very good point by starting about asking the right question about what is really the benefit of this technology because when you listen to all the buzzwords what we are very familiar in the meantime with artificial intelligence blockchain internet of things industry 4.0 augmented reality i could continue this list a little a little bit longer but i'm pretty sure that everyone knows um, the buzzwords um, the interesting thing is that basically not so many people really fully understand and get into the details what can i do for my business how can i really use the right technology at this point in time also with the readiness of the technology artificial intelligence is a great example so currently we are talking about algorithms programmed to solve specific problems so basically it's most cases what we see is machine learning based so an algorithm um, getting more and more insights using the data and starting providing solutions based on predictions so it's statistical data what is mainly used but it's not intelligence in the way a human being is intelligent um, has creativity and really can can think out of the box and connect different different areas this is basically what we are about the the humans the same as about blockchain so i don't like the term blockchain so much um, it is more the distributed ledger technology a lot of companies started with projects around it not even really clear about what is the problem at the end what do you want to solve and what what does it mean what are the related costs for example distributed ledger technology is quite um, really expensive if you if you um, set up the right way in in doing that and therefore the question is really what is the problem what you want to solve and i think this is exactly where you should start with not so much looking in all the different technologies think about what are customer problems what you have what are internal problems what you would like to solve or um, what are challenges with your suppliers in your supply chain and then look inside the right technologies and it might be connected device sensors providing more visibility at certain steps in your supply chain in your manufacturing line it might be that a machine learning approach um, can support you by becoming more efficient in your shared services so there are multiple um, multiple um, um, great ideas what you then can do but always start with a problem you want to solve and then focus on clearly defined use cases and start small and scale fast and as i mentioned before if you make a mistake if something is not working out in the way you expect it or simply the technology might not be ready at this point in time jump on another thing and solve another problem because 
don't waste too much time in trying to get a certain software up and running. So this is the advice what I learned from hundreds or thousands of conversations what I had with different C-level executives from all industries in my different role, um, predominantly in my role as chief digital officer and now as chief innovation officer at Salonis, where we discuss very often about how can process mining, for example, help you, how to establish really the full visibility, what you get about your business processes, and how can you define and derive actions out of the insights what you gain, especially now when we talk about COVID-19. So you need to get transparency about the suppliers, what you have. You need to see from which countries do they get their, their, their goods or services, what they are using uh, for the product you are buying from them. And that's something what is very important. And if you see, oh, it, this is from China, this is probably from the Wuhan, uh, city area. So probably you need to find and be fast on having a mitigation, a risk mitigation strategy in place by finding alternative suppliers. And this is why it's very important also that you look on the one side and technologies you can use, but on the other side also that you have the full visibility and insights in the data and also that you can derive meaningful information actions out of the data received. And one thing I'm always curious about as well is that while it's important to, like you're absolutely right, to focus on yourselves, focus on that need, that business requirement. Um, but there's also some, there is, there have been some people that I've spoken to who have said, who've sort of held their hand up and said, unfortunately, we've fallen victim to doing it, but that they've also looked at their competitors and seen that their competitors are, like we say, using AI, or you, know, you said yourself, you don't like to use the term blockchain, but let's just say, a competitor is invested in blockchain. And then they've gone back to their own business and panicked and thought, well, we need to be doing it because that's clearly what our competitors are doing, which means it's what our customers want. Is that something that, again, that you have seen where focusing on other companies and on those competitors has driven certain decisions around technology and transformation? Yes, absolutely. And I think it is definitely needed that you stay close um, on... Um, um, on competitive insights and that you really also um, be very close to the market what's happening right now but also be careful about only because all people are doing that um, it might not be the right approach in how you want to attack it and probably um, you remember a quote which is uh, used um, fairly often in business um, saying if I had asked people what they wanted they would have said faster horses. So that's Henry Ford, as we all know, and that's a good example um, on um, what, what's happening. And also when you ask for feedback or when you look inside the market, basically that's exactly also where you um, might not get the right answer for the next generation. Look at Steve Jobs when he was on stage back in 2007 presenting the latest iPhone, or the first iPhone, sorry, um, as the latest innovation at this point in time. So uh, th there was not really a shortage in mobiles. Um, there was not really um, a need for having more devices playing music and all of that. So therefore, um, this is really where you see you need also to think about the right innovations, what you bring to the market, and that's sometimes where great business models are uh, coming up. Look at Uber 
a very successful IPO, even if they have a decline in the share price after their IPO. But it's still amazing seeing how high a company gets evaluated based on simple concept, connecting drivers out there on the road with people like you and me looking sometimes for transportation to go from A to B. And that's really also where you need to see um, bringing the right innovations and thinking about how can you solve problems on the customer side. And there might be technology which is available, but there might be also a need for coming up either with new technology, which is a tough thing to do, but sometimes also connecting technology a little bit in a different way. What, for example, uh, Steve Jobs was doing um, with, the, with the iPhone or what Uber is doing, um, leveraging existing technology, which was available, and just basically making it easier for customers. Um, to provide a service what, what what they need and that's part of the success what we what we can see I spoke uh, and we did a sort of an ongoing series with um, Frank Verath uh, who talks all things supply chain at Gartner and one of the things he said very early on in our discussion and it's something that I like to ask a number of people is when discussing digital transformation he says that there's a balancing act between Obviously, a transformation requires change, and it's about driving change, unlocking value, redefining a business, changing an operating model. That's in one hand. But in the other hand, the business still has to perform while that transformation is happening. How, again, based on your experience, how difficult has it and is it often to strike that balance while changing internally so much but not causing any disruption to the actual business and the external side of the business? I think the business is changing in multiple ways. It can be um, internal change because you define a new strategy. Um, it can be external changes because simply customers are um, looking for different um, products, for different services. Um, it can be also external changes, what we see right now um, as a supply chain disruption, what's happening due to COVID-19. So um, similar events happened with Fukushima, for example, the flood in Thailand, um, things like, like that. So therefore, I think what you need to do is you need to prepare your business to be agile and also to have all the insights available that you can react fast so that you get alerted very fast, but also then that you can derive actions out of that. And that's why we, for example, at Salonis believe that getting insights and all the business processes, what you have, and also having um, a kind of dashboard available where you can really see um, um, in real time what's happening. So basically, that's, that's a prerequisite today um, that you are very well informed, that you derive the right actions out of it as soon as an event might happen, and also that you stay agile with your entire setup, starting with customer-centric process, the structure, and also having the right systems in, in place and get the people aligned. Join me next time for part two of my discussion with Dr. Marcel Vollmer, where we look a little closer at just how important the people are to any organization in a digital transformation. Thank you for listening to the Digital Insight Podcast in association with the interface.net and cposstrategy.com. The Digital Insight is brought to you by B2E Media Limited. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Please remember to subscribe, rate and review. And don't forget to check out our podcast archive at www.b2e-media.com forward slash the digital insight.